Grimes is weirdly enjoying having COVID. Trump supporters are now going after manatees. And we're joined by Allie Hayes to debate the best movie plot twist of all time. It's January 12th, 2021. Hey, friends, I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Zach Stafford. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. All right, Casey, I want to dive in right to the news if you're okay with that. Are you cool with that? Of course. I'll follow you anywhere. Because I don't understand what we're about to talk about, really. (laughs) (laughs) So we have to start here. Grimes has gotten COVID and is enjoying it. Over the weekend, the singer revealed her diagnosis on Instagram, and she said she was, quote, weirdly enjoying the Dayquil fever dream. Grimes didn't reveal if her husband, Elon Musk, or her son also had COVID, but there's a chance Musk may have already had it. He said that he most likely had a case of COVID-19 in November after receiving conflicting results on multiple tests. I mean, this is just a case of being so unaware because of how rich and famous you are that you think that you can just say, like, (laughs) I'm kind of like weirdly enjoying this as hundreds of thousands of people die. Yeah, like the lack of perspective in saying this is one. But two, as a person who has also had COVID-19, there's nothing enjoyable. Even if the drugs do make you feel floaty, you're still battling a very deadly virus in the middle of a pandemic. Like, what is going on, my dear? What is she going through? (laughs) I mean, you know, we'll never understand the inside of her brain. I don't believe we ever will, so. (laughs) But Casey, what I will tell you is one day when I'm drunk doing the show, I will tell you on air my Elon. On Musk story from South by Southwest many years ago when I had to engage with him. And it's quite something. I'm just worried that he can afford lawyers. <laughs> oh, you're worried about that? Yeah, he can afford some lawyers. Oh, okay. Can you give me, can you give us like a one word vague preview of what the story is? Yes. Binders. It involves binders. <laughs> yes, that's all I can tell you. People can slide in my DMs. They can ask me. I'll tell you after this, but it involves binders. <laughs> Oh, okay. Now we have to move on to a story that honestly makes me so upset. I just like don't. Okay. So over the weekend, someone found a manatee in Florida with Trump carved into its back. The photo and video of the manatee has been making the rounds on social media. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service said that the manatee did not appear to be seriously injured, stating, quote, it seems the word was written in algae on the animal's back. State and federal authorities are investigating the incident and said that the harassment of the manatee is illegal under state and federal laws. The Center for Biological Diversity said it was offering a $5,000 reward for information leading to a conviction for the cruel and illegal mutilation of the animal. You know what, Casey? Yesterday we talked about gays over COVID, and there was that moment where we talked about people trying to pay to dox the accounts, and it was only $500. This $5,000 is not enough. These manatees do not deserve this MAGA bullshit, do not deserve the white supremacist carvings on their back. This is, this is really tremendously terrible. It really is. It's just so wild that that's even a thing that would go through someone's mind to do. Like, that's just, it's cruel. What has a manatee ever done to anyone? I can't think of anything. Good question, Zach. Like, what, what <laughs> have they done? Also, manatees can't vote. Like, why are we mad at the manatee? Like, the, 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 <laughs> they are not part of this alleged election fraud, which is not true. There's no way a manatee was involved at any point in this. They were just out here minding their manatee business with their manatee friends, living their manatee life. That does not involve democracy. So I'm confused by why we're attacking them. End of story. There we go. Case, okay, so this is it. This is it. Grimes, we don't understand why you're enjoying COVID. <laughs> and white supremacists, we don't know why manatees are your focus this week. Yeah, 2021, you're really giving us some hits here. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, so on to something less sad and traumatic. Uh, I've really been looking forward to the conversation we're having today because we're talking about movies, plot twists, and spoilers. And my God, I love spoilers. One time an editor said to me, like it, like a TV editor was like, if something gets spoiled for you and you still like the show, then you know it's a really good show. And I was like, oh, yes. I love that. That's so true. That's so true. I, I'm not like, I'm not against spoilers. So, you know, during the pandemic, it's fair to say that a lot of us have been watching a lot more content. I know I have. And it's led a lot of people to rediscover some films that they've maybe forgotten about or had just never gotten around to seeing. And, you know, of course, once you find something good, you want to share it. So today we're talking about the BuzzFeed post. People shared the plot twists they believe are the best of all time, and they're all award-worthy. It was written by BuzzFeed's associate movie editor, Allie Hayes. And guys, this post is absolutely blowing up. And I think it's because people also just really like reading spoilers. Hi, Allie. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me again. Of course. So you've actually written a couple of posts about movie plot twists, and they're all so popular. It really seems like people just like reading movie spoilers. Are you a person that reads spoilers when you're like not forced to for work? So I really try not to, but it does kind of just come with the territory at a certain point. I mean, I'd be lying if I hadn't accidentally spoiled myself <laughs> for quite a few things in my time at BuzzFeed. But <laughs> yeah, what was the worst thing that ever had spoiled for you? I was spoiled for a little independent movie you might have heard of called The Sixth Sense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I had a friend bring it over, and he was very excited for us all to watch it. And he started the movie, and as a joke, my sister was like, so what? Is Bruce Willis going to be dead the whole time? Like, <gasps> as a joke. And my friend is infamously bad at like his poker face and he has not improved since and he was just like oh god why would you say that so (laughs) i've never forgiven either of them yeah Allie drops this post in to be edited and it's like xx number of plot twists and i take a deep breath and i'm like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna have some stuff spoiled for me but it's gonna be okay i'm sure i know most of these we get to number one and i've never seen the fight club (laughs) and Uh... i've spent my entire life of not knowing what the twist is and going maybe one day i'll be able to see it and immediately and i was like well you know what there we go 30 years down the drain i quite literally broke the first and second rule of fight club immediately oh my god well that brings me to my first point as we begin this conversation is that if you're listening to this there's going to be a lot of spoilers so proceed with caution everyone all right ali now let's talk about these plot twists right off the bat ali i want to know what makes a perfect plot twist and tell us your favorite one what makes a perfect plot twist it would be so easy to be like you're not expecting it (laughs) but really that is at the end of the day what makes a really great plot twist and one that's cohesive with the rest of the plot (laughs) so my favorite plot twist of all time and there are there are two that kind of have always rubbed up against each other as being my favorites but the one that constantly wins out is the others which is actually celebrating its 20th anniversary this year it is my favorite um, of all time just because it really the best way that I could probably 
spoil it for you as quickly as possible since that's become my life's blood um is it takes what the sixth sense did and in my opinion improves on it it kind of hides the twist within another twist and because of that you kind of you're like oh i see where this is going i know where this is going and then just third act you're like i'm sorry what as you go the best kind of plot twists make you want to go back and watch the movie again so that you can look for everything leading up to that twist. And I think the others does a really great job and it doesn't get less watchable. And the thing about this that I want to point out is that this is like foundational Nicole Kidman playing a rich white woman in distress. Yes. Like this is like oh my the, God, the beginning. 200%. And it's just her and the two creepiest children you will ever yes. see in your life. And she's just living <laughs> for it. But... <laughs> So good. All right. When we come back, Allie asked the BuzzFeed community for their list of award-winning plot twists. We're sharing their picks and ours. We'll be right back. At SheFit, we're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat-burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. NFL fans, nothing compares to being there live. What a play! Now the crowd is alive. And the NFL's biggest season ever is now ready for the postseason. It's playoff time. We got to win. NFL playoff tickets are on sale now. Don't miss your chance to be a part of the postseason action on the road to Super Bowl 56. Visit NFL.com slash tickets for a complete listing of games. That's NFL.com slash tickets. Hello and welcome to our show. I'm Zoe Deschanel and I'm so excited to be joined by my friends and castmates, Hannah Simone and Lamorne Morris, to recap our hit television series, New Girl. Join us every Monday on the Welcome to Our Show podcast, where we'll share behind the scenes stories of your favorite New Girl episodes, reveal the truth behind the legendary game True American, and discuss how the show got made with the writers, guest stars, and directors who made the show so special. Fans have been begging us to do a New Girl recap for years, and we finally made a podcast where we answer all your burning questions like, is there really a bear in every episode of New Girl? Plus, each week you'll hear hilarious stories like this. At the end when he says, you got some Schmidt on your face, I feel like I pitched that joke. I believe that. Whoa. I feel like I did. I'm not a thousand percent. I want to say that was, I, I, I tossed that one out. Listen to the Welcome to Our Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. We're talking with Allie Hayes about the best movie plot twist of all time. And again, duh, there will be spoilers. Yes, there will definitely be spoilers. And let's start out with what is quite possibly the twistiest of genres. It's also Casey's favorite genre. It's horror. That's right, a Allie. lie. Everyone knows it's a lie, right? <laughs> Everyone knows we're lying. No, it's true. Everyone it's knows true. that is a joke. Plot, plot twist. Casey loves horror. Anyway. <laughs> plot anyway. twist to even Casey. Casey loves horror. <laughs> anyway, we're going to start off with Jordan Peele. Us and get out. What are, you, what are your thoughts? Yes. On oh my gosh. The unprecedented king right now of the plot twist. And us and get out are such perfect examples of two completely different ways to pull off a twist. We're human too, you know. Knives. Teeth. 
And that's, I think what I love about both of them separately, but then looking at them together in his kind of repertoire of the new twilight zone. I like to think of his films as like, if there's the Marvel cinematic universe, there's definitely the Jordan Peele cinematic universe. And he kind of has this whole twilight zone esque thing going on. So with get out, it kind of takes the idea of a plot twist and makes it a little more Hitchcockian almost (laughs) where get out kind of takes the idea of the plot twist, but it tells us a little bit about what's happening along the way. There's never a point in get out with the exception of the now infamous keys moment um, where you're really like, what is happening? Like the whole time you're kind of, it's, I write about it in one of my posts where it's, and I'm about to get real nerdy. It's kind of Hitchcock's bomb theory of suspense. And that's the idea of there are two ways that you can kind of pull off a twist or you can build suspense. You can either uh, not tell the audience that there's a bomb under the table that a bunch of people are sitting at. So then the bomb goes off like 30 seconds into the scene and the audience gets like a minute of like, Oh my God, what just happened? Alternatively, you can show the audience that there's a bomb under the table and then the whole scene, they're waiting for it to go off. And I think that get out is the um, telling the audience and us is the surprising the audience. Yes. And he pulls both off so perfectly. <laughs> yes. I mean, I remember being in the theater and seeing, you know, the family realizing there's the uh, tethered and that Lupita Nyong'o was about to act her ass off mm. twice. I was, I was gagged. I, I was, was like, gagged. you guys better lengthen this podcast because I could do a full, uh, I don't even know, just a one woman show about Lupita and her non Oscar nomination for that role. It's uh, insane to me. Uh, okay, she yes. should have gotten two Oscar nominations for both roles. But, <laughs> Well, you know, as a fan of horror, I have to ask a controversial question. Who is better at the horror thriller twist? Is it Jordan Peele or M. Night Shyamalan? Ooh, interesting question. Right now, I think it's Jordan Peele. Um, I do think M. Night kind of got a bad rap as time went on, but people do forget that he, like those first few he did were fantastic. Even with the sixth sense spoiled for me, it's still such a fun rewatch. Um, whenever I do these posts, there's always like a few controversial because people either love or hate the village. Like there's no in between, but you can't deny that that twist still was pulled off. Okay. Um, I think they're both great, um, which is a controversial statement because I know a lot of people are quick to write off M night, but I, I do think he's kind of slowly returning to form with the lower budget Mm. deal stuff but you know what when you take away someone's tools extravagant tools then you go back to the core of what you know that's the thing there you go (laughs) okay so let's talk about an actual award-winning twist parasite is another one that made both your own personal list of best plot twists and the buzzfeed community list and my personal list my god do i love this movie so let's talk about it what are your thoughts on that twist so i love parasite i don't think i'm in the minority when i say that that (laughs) film is incredible it's one of the only movies i've ever seen that switches genres about 45 Mm -hmm. times in Mm -hmm. two hours as i say in my post that lady had a whole ass man in her basement like (laughs) that's insane you don't see that come no she had a whole ass husband in yeah, her basement in the basement nobody saw it coming you think that you like are in on like oh look at like they're hiring the family and then jk yeah. there is a whole ass man in the basement oh, dude like she kept her man in bed literally like which honestly like, oh, honestly i just want what they have <laughs> <laughs> 
I just want my, that kind of commitment. My trust issues would be so resolved. Yeah, on you every need to call me. You need to yes. see air, breathe, call me. Like that's I love that. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. All right. So there are some twists that made the BuzzFeed community ranking that are a little controversial. AKA there are some bad twists. And if anyone disagrees with us, please defend yourself. Send us a message at daily at BuzzFeed.com. But take it away, Allie. Who are some of these bad twists just because they're just bad? Do I necessarily think they're bad twists? <laughs> I'd have to think about it. I don't really know. What makes a good twist? What makes a bad twist? Diplomacy. I don't know. But in the BuzzFeed community, we have a lot of people who do not like the fourth Twilight, Breaking Dawn <laughs> Part 2. You're all fools. The Varturi might be gone but they will never forgive what happened here. This twist is controversial tenfold because is it even a twist? I don't know. But I don't know if either of you two have delighted in seeing oh, the fourth Twilight. I've seen them all. I'm trying to remember right now. Is this the twist where they're in the fight scene? Yes, the dream. Really scene? The yeah, dream. Yeah, yeah. Dream decapitation hour. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So what? We basically watch an entire fight scene with the good guys versus the Volturi, right? Am I, saying I love. Right? I love that you remember so, what they're called. I don't like, good it vampires, to me bad all vampires. Yeah, there's good vampires, bad vampires. They're in the snow, and they're all going to fight each other. There's werewolves there, and we watch all these things, and we watch people die, like beloved characters. I'm going to say beloved loosely. I, I don't say, love. Like, I don't love anyone. I'm like interjecting here to say these are like Quentin Tarantino level violent yes. deaths. Like we're not talking like oh it's Twilight, like oh someone dies off. Like no, you see someone's head get ripped off their body. It's insane. <laughs> it's like more more graphic than the Avengers ended. Like the one yes, yeah. they all like disappear. At least that was yes. like yes. subtle. This was really Yes. Really okay, so yes. that, and that happens. <laughs> that happens and then Allie takes away. And then you find out everyone's absolute favorite plot twist device. That is a joke. Everyone hates this. It was all either a dream or a vision. I believe <laughs> in this case it was a vision. So like none of that had happened it which is vision. like yes. a beautiful way to waste my time thank you for that <laughs> i don't like listening to people in my real life talk about their dreams i don't want to hear you talk about your dreams in this movie it's very weird and specifically if my memory serves me correct it was kirsten stewart's dream right was it I think it was her vision. I did not see visions, Zach. That's not her vampire power. I thought it was the short-haired lady. It was the short-haired lady. In my head, because I hated it so much, I thought it was Kirsten Stewart. (laughs) I'm going to pretend like it was. (laughs) Kirsten Stewart, before coming out as queer, I was not that excited about. But then she came out, and I was like, yes, everything. I thought you literally were going to say, before she came out as queer, she could have visions. And I was like, oh my God. (laughs) Okay, wait, as much as I want to talk about Twilight all the time, because that is a fact about me, (laughs) um, we need to talk about The Last Christmas, which was a holiday movie that came out, what, like one or two years ago, which I have to say, Allie, and I want you to like talk about this. When I watched the trailer, I literally went, oh, that guy's probably dead the whole time. Yes. (laughs) Casey pulled up my friend with the success. (laughs) 
that's though that's a twist that you don't like yes. because if I can guess it from the trailer, please also, don't do it. A line in the song, I like somebody just heard the song and was like, okay, but what if actually though? And that was the pitch. But no, Allie, what is the line for people that do not know? Okay, so in case you haven't seen Last Christmas, first of all, I don't want to be like, don't, because that's mean. But Christmas has passed, so you now have that as an excuse to not watch it. (laughs) Basically, (laughs) it stars stars, um, Targaryen, right? Yes, uh, Amelia Clark, (laughs) and I believe Henry Golding, who is the highlight of the film, because you could just watch his hands. They're they're beautiful people. I mean, the bi jumps out when I see this (laughs) But if you've heard the song last Christmas, the song goes, and I will not sing it because that's mean. (laughs) It goes last Christmas. I gave you my heart. That's it. That's the movie. You you know the movie now. Take care of my heart. I promise. It was always going to be yours one way or another. (laughs) It ends up that Henry Golding is a ghost man. He's a ghost man. And his love g- interest gave him he, her heart. No, well, no vice he, versa, vice versa. He, he gave he died her in, his like, heart. I, I believe a horrible bicycle accident, which is just a sentence <laughs> in and of itself. And his heart was used in a heart transplant for Amelia Clark. So through the whole movie, she like quite literally has his heart, which when you're describing it, you're like cute. But then when you're watching it, you're like, oh no, what is happening? Oh God. Whole last man's heart in her chest. These people have trust issues. I get it. Yes. Deeply. That's a great twist. Starts with trust issues. I should have started this whole. That's a great twist. Trust issues. That is is extremely true. Oh my God. Allie, thank you so much for joining us today. Of course. Thank you guys so much for having me again. Well, that's it for today. Join us tomorrow for a chat with our old friend, Hayes Brown, about the internet responding to all the new impeachment talk. And remember, Zach, we're going to need clarification on that Elon Musk South by Southwest story involving biters one day because I'm still thinking about it. I got you. I got you, Casey. All right. Be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of what you love about BuzzFeed coming to you daily. 
What's up, guys? I'm Rashad Bilal. And I am Troy Millings, and we are the hosts of the Earn Your Leisure podcast, where we break down business models and examine the latest trends in finance. We hold court and have exclusive interviews with some of the biggest names in business, sport and entertainment, from DJ Khaled to Mark Cuban, Rick Ross, and Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, our alumni list is expansive. Listen in as our guests reveal their business models, hardships, and triumphs in their respective fields. The knowledge is in-depth, and the questions are always delivered from your standpoint. We want to know what you want to know. We talk to the legends of business, sports, and entertainment about how they got their start, and most importantly, how they make their money. Earn Your Leisure is a college business class mixed with pop culture. Want to learn about the real estate game? Unclear as how the stock market works? We got you. Interested in starting a trucking company or a vending machine business? Not really sure about how taxes or credit work? We got it all covered. The Earn Your Leisure podcast is available now. Listen to Earn Your Leisure on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From Cavalry Audio comes the new true crime podcast, The Shadow Girls. I grew up near the banks of the Green River and in the shadow of the killer that bears its name. Prosecutors described him as a serial killer savant. But this podcast isn't only about tracking down the killer. It's about the victims. We stayed in the woods. He always liked to go to the woods. Listen to The Shadow Girls on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.